Thanks for joining us today on Open the Word with Circle of Friends. I'm Missy. And I'm Beth. And Lisa. And we are here once again with our Bibles open around this table, uh, having a great discussion. And I I love it, Beth, when new people and new voices come to the mm-hmm. table. Lisa, we've known you for a while now and just loved having you with us on the radio, on the podcast. Uh, it opens the word afresh to us as, I don't know, sometimes Beth and I look at each other and say, are we saying the same thing? (laughs) Have we been around this tree before? Uh, Or have we been in these verses before and said sort of the same thing? Mm -hmm. I don't know. But but it's exciting uh, to me to have uh, fresh voices at the table because it it just makes everything better. You know, when you when you can share with your brothers and sisters, it's it's great. It is. And it's also good to have someone who um, is a few years behind us in this younger. journey. Let's just say it younger. A whole lot younger. A whole lot younger. <laughs> because this is what I know. The situations I faced when I was Lisa's age mm. are different today. Yeah. Because the world is different today. So Lisa, you know our last time together we 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 talked about Philippians four, we talked about Romans twelve. Um and it's the things that we have learned in our decades of life. But where you're at in parenting, where you're at in, in, at your age in this season, how does that live out in your life? Tell me, tell me the questions that pop to your mind as you listen to the uh, old-timers talk. <laughs> I typically have lots of questions, but I, too, also love being like in group environments where you are talking and you have like a new believer or somebody in there mm-hmm. because I think they challenge us. They ask us mm. those questions that we don't maybe even keep asking ourselves. Like sometimes there are those questions, you know, two years down the road, we stopped thinking about mm-hmm. and God's like, wait a minute, you need to think upon this a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And then these people ask these questions and then I'm like, Oh, in order to answer that, like I, I need to go dive into God's word a little bit and figure out, well, how do I, where do I land on this too? So mm-hmm. it is like just those different stages where we're mm-hmm. all at different places. So for me to sit and listen to you guys, is just amazing. Cause I just, I'm getting fed. Um, mm-hmm. So I greatly appreciate all of that. Um, for me, it's, it's at that stage where I am at, I'm, and I always feel like people that I'm speaking into, I'm only like a couple steps <laughs> ahead of them. Like, you know, and they'll look to me and they're like, well, I, I just don't know how you get all this or how you do all this. And I'm like, it's, it's not that complicated. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes when we look at the world, like, you know, in studying God's word that it's so overcomplicated. And I'm sure that Satan, like, if it's complicated, I can't do it. So a lot of people just mm-hmm. think I can't do this. And I, and I was there too. I felt like I have no clue what any of this says, what it means. I can't put all the pieces together. Um, but what I'm finding is when I kind of simplify that and just say, you know what, God, I just want to know who you are. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's a couple of years ago, what I did, I finally said, you know what, I'm going to read it from beginning to end. And not because I wanted to check a box and say, oh, I read my Bible the whole way through. It was because what haven't I read? What is missing? What does God want me to know about him? And I just took that approach. And by the time I got through it, I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, mm-hmm. he is so much more amazing than I ever thought. When I'm just picking out a scripture here, or I'm doing this study here, you know, that some person has done this study and I'm following along with them. But when I was able to just go in there and think, okay, God, show me who you are. Mm-hmm. and just see his character and his personality and just all of that. I think that was a huge transformation for me. Mm-hmm. And um, and even now, like, now that I'm starting to know much more about the Bible and what his word says and you're trying to apply that to your life, 
it's kind of you almost get to that other part of it where you're starting to gather more knowledge and you want more knowledge and you want to soak all that knowledge in yet that can get kind of overwhelming too and I kind of forget no I'm just coming to visit with him like I'm just seeking Mm -hmm. him and I found where there's places where I've struggled like in the past I got to the point where okay well if I'm struggling with this I'm going to study about this and then I'm going to study about that so I'm always studying about all these flaws because Lord knows I have many (laughs) of them so I'm studying all these Mm -hmm. flaws but then just recently like I was self-control came up you know, actually, in part of that, I was like, well, why is it that I want to control everybody and anything around me, but I don't want to control myself? Like, mm-hmm. there's no self-control. And I started studying about this, and I'm studying it. And and finally, like, I felt God, like, just kind of give me that nudge. Like, you know, the m- more you're focused on this self-control, that's becoming my focus and not him. Mm. So mm. that in and of itself was becoming... I, 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 well, I need to do this. Well, I need to do that. I need to, well, I really just need to look to him. And when my eyes are on him, Mm -hmm. he's going to help me with all this other stuff. I'm not doing it on my own because I'm looking at his word, but I'm still on my own trying to apply that and focusing on that. And he's like, Hey, I just want you to come over here and focus on me. (laughs) So that was one of the things. And I've seen that in my life too, where I've, you know, different things that you're struggling with and just the more my eyes are on him he fixes all those other things that Mm. I'm not even focused on. And probably my marriage is the biggest place I saw that. Um, You know, I've mentioned before on here that, you know, at the time I quit my job, like our marriage was really struggling. And that was when I was like, okay, God, you know, what's going on and really started focusing on him. And I didn't focus on my marriage because at that point I'm like, I can't, it's got to be my relationship with God. I can't fix a marriage. I fix a marriage. While I'm, I'm all messed up here, so mm-hmm. I focused on him. And then at one point, I like looked, and I'm like, wow, what a, my husband's different. Like, <laughs> we, I, I didn't ask him. I never gave him a list and said, you need to make these changes. You need to do this. This is what I'm frustrated with. I just kept going to God. Okay, God, what do I need to know about you? And just focus on him. And he started fixing this stuff over here. Like, I mm-hmm. seen my marriage get better without me focusing on the marriage. He's like, all I'm asking you is come to me mm-hmm. and I'm going to work mm-hmm. on this. And then I've seen it in other areas where, you know, we were talking about like all the worldly stuff around us. Mm-hmm. And this just came up in actually like one of the small groups that I'm in. And we were talking about different things like going out and that comparison. And I got to have this and I got to have the latest and greatest. And as we're sitting there talking about it, I realized I'm like, you know, without even realizing it, all those desires like to go shopping or do some of these things that I would have done in the past, like God completely removed them. I didn't even mm-hmm. think about them anymore. Like I just no longer thought, oh, I, I'm just going to go shopping. Like I don't need anything, but I'm just going to go shopping. Like I just don't have that desire to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, even in decorating my home, like small things, you know, it's, I want it to be cozy and comfortable, but do I really care what the rest of it looks like? You know, I, I don't. And it wasn't something I really worked on. I think it's just something I don't know. Maybe it is age too. Like as you're, <laughs> as you're getting older, like it's just that simplicity of it and just all these things are important. And he's just transforming my heart through all of that, mm-hmm. that these things are becoming more important. Like, you know, I'm looking at this over here and I'm like, okay, well this person's struggling over here and I'm worried about what carpeting I'm going to put in my house. Like that carpeting is no longer that important to mm-hmm. me. Now my focus is over here. Mm-hmm. How can I help this person? instead of worrying about what my floor looks like. Mm -hmm. So I think it just, going back to the more simplistic piece of it, is just keeping my eyes on him. Mm -hmm. Asking him to give you his heart's desires instead of your own. 
Mm. And, and I think that's the biggest thing in all of this. Lord, what do you want? Because my job here on this earth is simply to reflect mm-hmm. his glory in this vessel that he's given me to live it out in um, with the gifts and abilities that he's given me to use as I live it out. I don't need to look like Lisa and be like Lisa. I don't need to have the gifts and abilities that Lisa has because Lisa has them. <laughs> and the world doesn't need more Lisas. Just <laughs> ask my husband. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, it would be the same with the best. Yes. And so if I'm so busy trying to be Missy or Lisa or whoever it is, whatever it is, and I never am the Beth he's created me to be, then then have I done his heart's desire or am I just pursuing my own Hmm. so I I love that just coming back and wanting to know God more who are you I know I know that I have said you are who you say you are but do I know the the depth and the 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 width and the height and the you know I, I don't know you like I want to know you show me who you are I want to know you Lord and how do we do that we spend time with him. Mm-hmm. The same way we learn everything that's on Facebook and Twitter and everything else. We spend time with it. But those things, they're going to change. He's unchanging. And yet he is our source of hope and power and strength and wisdom and discernment and life and breath. And so why do we give so much time to the rest of the stuff that cannot fill us the way he does? We are so easily distracted, and I think, obviously, it's it's in our nature to be uh, self-absorbed. I mean, that's the human nature. Um, we have the Spirit within us, but we have to yield to the Spirit. Mm. And if we're not yielding to the Spirit, then we don't have the self-control. We don't have the patience. We don't have the joy. We don't have those. We don't have the fruit of the Spirit. But I also think that Satan is alive and well, and he is he's smart in mm-hmm. the ways that he... Uh, the kinds of arrows that he throws at us. And mm-hmm. one, of, one of them is, I think, is distraction. Mm-hmm. I believe that he's, he's used even our comforts and our conveniences, the things that we talked about in the last podcast where we talked mm-hmm. together. He uses those things against us mm-hmm. uh, to get our eyes off of... It's sort of like when you're, when you're we're comfortable, we're uh, self-absorbed. We're thinking about shopping for, a, and none of those things are bad. Shopping for a house, have a house, a car, a boat, a, whatever it is you have, none of that is bad. But if your focus becomes on that mm-hmm. rather than the bigger picture of eternity is before us, what are we going to do with it? Both mm-hmm. ourselves and those around us, or even my focus is just on me and my family and not on, oh, there's a family over there that's in need. Those are the things, I mean, it's, it's, it's so slight and so, uh, so deceptive of him. But I, I believe that's one of the ways he d- in the distracting part of it, mm-hmm. in the um, focus on this rather than focusing mm-hmm. on eternity. Mm-hmm. And that's, it is a discipline, Beth. We joke all the time about your favorite verse, but... No, it, 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 rewind. It's not my favorite verse because I love it so much. It's my favorite verse because I need it so much. I know, I know. And you've taught us all to love it Aww. in that kind of love-hate relationship. <laughs> but it is, it is true that discipline of any kind is not, it's not fun. It's hard. Mm-hmm. But what you gain from it in this training yourself... Uh, 
and you can see it in all areas of your life, different areas of your life. And sometimes we, we submit to training and discipline willingly, you know. Um, sometimes we don't. <laughs> but, but spiritually, it's the same spiritually that we have, we have to be under that hand of discipline, under that training, under that uh, kind of, uh, we talked about pride a little bit. You have, you have to lower that I, 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 and simply submit and do the things that God has told you to do, even if it's not something you, quote unquote, feel like doing, you know, because we can put our feelings before, our, before everything. Like, I don't feel like it. So therefore, then we <laughs> make assumptions or we come up with non-truths because of how we feel. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We justify things based on our feelings. Yes, very oh often. Oh, my. Uh, yeah. I also think we don't f- get that quiet or that pause to, like, think upon it before mm-hmm. we, like, do things. And I think a lot of that does come with, from, like, all the electronics mm-hmm. and all of that stuff because everything instantaneous. Yeah. Like, I could be on social media, see something, oh, I want that, now I'm on Amazon, and tomorrow I have it. And so it's just that constant influx of information because I found myself to the point, too, like I might be sitting there watching TV with my husband, but while I'm watching TV with my husband, I'm sitting there with my phone doing, like, scroll. I'm like, Lisa, what are you even doing? Like, there's nothing on here, but it's almost like my brain can't get enough information. Mm -hmm. So now I'm supplementing, okay, this is what the TV's saying, this is what my phone's saying. Might even try reading a book at the same time because it's like your brain is almost addicted to that constant influx of information. Mm -hmm. And we don't take that. It's hard to take so much of that and then come over here and sit quietly before the Lord. Mm -hmm. Or even, you know, watching what you're saying, like responding to somebody, like it's an instant, like, okay, well, they responded. I need to instantly respond instead of, you know what, I'm going to pray about that first or I'm going to walk away for a moment but it's just, I think, like, it does something to our brains with that quick, fast. We want that everything resolved right this second. We don't even understand how to be still. We don't even yeah. think about it. We just, we're doing it before we even, like, our brains are all doing it automatically because we've not trained in that discipline of sitting quiet, be still. Your words are making me think of Micah 7. Um, and Micah 7 has... So so much in it. Uh, in Micah six eight is where it says, uh, uh, "He has told you, O oh man, what is good and what does the Lord require of you." So this is one that many of us know: to do justice, to love mercy, or to love kindness, and to walk humbly with your God. But we go into the um, the prophet's words there in in chapter seven, and um, it, it's actually Micah seven seven. So that's an easy one for me to remember. But it says, "But as for me." I will look to the Lord. I will wait for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. It's that word wait. Mm. We don't like to wait. We are a, come on, let's keep it moving. We're a microwave society. And so being still, like we're, we're told by the psalmist, be still and know that I am God. Um, wait. Take that pause. I think the word selah means pause, right? Or take a breath. Verse 8 goes on to say, Rejoice not over me, O my enemy. When I fall, I shall rise. And I love these words. And when I sit in darkness, the Lord will be a light to me. And I think about that so often when I don't know what to do. Lord, again, Second Chronicles 20.12 says, We don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. That's those moments when we're like, how, how, what is it? How am I to respond? That we need to be still, to wait 
to walk, not run, to sit and allow the Lord to bring light to that situation. His light will bring clarity. But we have to discipline mm-hmm. our hearts, our minds, our tongues, ourselves, to take that pause and sit and wait. But you're right. What a, what a great way to keep us all on the move mm-hmm. and, and keep us from sitting and waiting by making us think we need, we need that stimulation. We need to know what the book says, what the phone says, what the TV says, what, what the world says, instead of coming back to the true source of wisdom, knowledge, hope, peace, discernment, life. <laughs> Yeah, distraction is real, and we have to recognize it in our lives. Um, other people can see when we're distracted. Oh, our family can definitely oh, see when yes, we're distracted. They can. <laughs> yes, they can. But um, it's coming before the Lord and saying, Lord, show me. Search my heart, O oh Lord. Show me. Lead me in your ways. Well, and let's not forget what, who and what we're waiting for and why it's important to be still and who we're listening for. I mean, it's not just an exercise of learning to be quiet and to stop doing it. It's to set all of our focus and all of our attention Mm -hmm. on him so that we can hear what he has to say Mm -hmm. to us. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I believe that that's, I mean, and I'll, I'll put myself at the top of the list. That's probably one of the hardest things um, for me to learn to do is to stop all the distractions, to sit and listen for his voice. Um, but, and again, I think it's not just, well, I'm going to sit back and God's going to reveal whatever himself to me. He's already revealed himself to mm-hmm. me in his word. So, so you have to t- intake the word of God. Mm-hmm. And I think when you're still, that gives the Holy Spirit the opportunity to bring those things to remembrance mm-hmm. and to bring them up in your mind and in your heart so that you... Uh, can begin to know some of the things that God is trying to speak to you about. So it's, it is a, it's a crazy world we live in, and the discipline of setting some of those things aside, it, it's hard, even though when you know it. You know what I'm saying? You're talking about having the TV on and, and maybe having your phone and something else. It, it's hard. I mean, I, I know that's a bad thing, but I, fall, I find myself falling into it. I know having my phone in my hand all the time is a bad thing. But putting it's it down. It's like that. Like that pacifier when you're a baby like yeah. I just have it and like, like there's some comfort in just having it you know like, it took me a long time to it. you're like oh, how am I ever going to get to the grocery store and back without my phone it took me a long time to quit sucking my thumb I think that my phone somehow seems I don't know or my blankie carrying my blankie around with me I don't know oh. uh, we all we all struggle we all struggle with that but that is I think that is one of the key things as you said Lisa to try to set some of that aside so that we're not overstimulated um and really, none of us, you know, you really truly can't multitask. You know what I'm saying? No. You can't do two things at once. It's not possible. Mm-hmm. You, you, at least not well, let's put it that way. Because you're not, you're not totally focused on what you're doing. And I think having that attention focused on the Lord, and spiritually speaking, even so, is harder than... It demands more of us than some of the just the physical things we do. Does that make sense? Like I think I think it takes an intentionality that maybe we don't bring to say our quiet time or sitting before the Lord or I mean you, there's okay sit and pray for five minutes. I don't, I don't think there. It's hard 
to pray five minutes, let alone an hour, let alone, um, as we read in scripture, hours or inter- you know, interceding for someone for hours. Those kinds of things are a little bit beyond most of the brothers and sisters I know and I mm-hmm. see in our churches ability. And I'm not sure that I could pray four hours. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And yet we should. I think that's where you almost have to build in like these rhythms of rest. And when I say rest, not just like laying in bed resting, but like where you're not having like go outside, go for a walk, mm-hmm. go watch a ball game, like go do something that's not immediate, like your phone and your TV and that kind of stuff. So that because I feel like even when you if I set aside time that I'm going to go sit here quietly with the Lord but if my brain's still going because of everything I just mm. did, like the day before or the weekend before, it's really, I spend most of my time frustrated trying to get there. Whereas if I think if we allow our brains to have that that time to just rest, go experience him, mm-hmm. go like, go for a walk in the woods. Just, you know, sometimes for me, even going out, taking the dogs out in the morning and I'm looking at the sky and it's like, oh, this is just, even that's like giving me a rest from my phones in the house. They're not with me. I'm with the dogs and it's just not all that overstimulation and just seeing him like through creation. So I have a true confession here. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> I'm listening to your words and I'm thinking about um, what happened this very morning. Okay. Um, I knew I had a really busy morning. I, it was a, yeah, I run. And um, in the midst of it, I, I got that text from Missy saying, hey, are you still good to come to the podcast table today? Um, and I said, I'm available. I don't know how good I am. <laughs> anyway, but what I found was that things went so well that I had about an hour of time where I could run back home and you know transfer laundry and do all those things. And then when I got in the house, I was like, okay, I need to be on my way by this time. These are the things I could do. And I, w- I walked into the room that holds my morning chair. And um, I said, you know, Lord, I, I think I'm just supposed to sit with you. Mm. Is it here? And for whatever reason, I heard, meet me in the prayer closet. And, and that's my closet. Truly, it's my closet. And um, all over the walls of my closet, I have written scriptures from times in my life that, you know, the closet was the safest place to go and cry. And um, I just wanted to be reminded of truth. And and so, here's my confession. I used my phone. I set the timer on my phone for 30 minutes because I knew I needed to be on the road <laughs> to get here uh, at a certain time. And I, you know, okay. And so, that's what I did this morning. I went in. And I looked at those walls, and I remembered his faithfulness in those seasons. Some of the, some of the scriptures I have dated, some, some who knows when I wrote them. Um, and I'm glad I set my timer. So I am sitting here as proof that if you take the time and are willing to slow down, even if you're on a time frame and you want to use your phone to make sure you're up and moving when it's time, God will meet you, mm-hmm. and he will meet you in powerful ways as you set aside that block of time to just sit and be still with him, to, to allow him to remind you of his faithfulness, to cry out to him in, in those areas of life that you're just like, Lord, I don't know. 
am I am I moving in the right direction here? Is there something I'm supposed to be saying, or are you just telling me to be still, to be to be quiet, to wait, and to always be ready to have an answer when asked about the hope I have in you, Lord? I want to live out life with a, a spirit of gentleness and respect. I I want to do this well. So I promise you. It is doable. And yes, we can even use the modern conveniences. I do use the phone because then it frees me from having to check it, the clock. It distracts me because I'm worried right. about what time it is. Right. So that does eliminate my distractions. Right. Well, and I've, I've learned to use electronics with uh, mostly doing radio and uh, for my Bible purposes. Uh-huh. You know, like layout to check quickly as we're speaking or any of those things, podcasts, all that stuff. So I, I've, I read off of my phone, but... I'm coming to the conclusion that I have to kind of find one Bible verse to stick with now because mm. translations get kind of confused in my head, especially the older I get. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, I'm struggling a little bit with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe it's I'm, – I'm thinking it's old age, but who knows? Um, <laughs> because hard drive's getting full. My, <laughs> yes, it is getting full. Like I, can, I can't just can't remember that word. What am I trying to say? Um, but – but the le- electronics in all of that stuff can be used for good. We're not saying it's mm-hmm. terrible. We're not saying to throw it out with, a, you know, just ditch it. We're just saying be aware that it can be distracting. Mm-hmm. It, it it can cause problems. So um, use it for good and not for evil. Let's let's. I don't know how else to say it. That I, you watch that. I think we're going to have to add electronics to the list of of the other things that have so much good, and so much. Mm, opportunity mm. for not good like like water right water nourishes our our it cleanses us it, it, it we have to have water to live um but water out of control is mm. devastating oh, yeah. fire fire warms us mm-hmm. uh cooks food fire out of control is devastating right food food's a good thing food out of control is devastating. Gasoline, vroom, let's let's move down this this road. But you know, gasoline added to a fire, whew, it's devastating. And the same with electronics. Um, be in control of the electronics. Don't let the electronics control you. Mm. I used to say that to my son about anger. Are you controlling your anger or is your anger controlling you? As we look to the word, we know that anger in and of itself is not a sin. It's what we do with it. And so it's all these other modern conveniences that we have. Because here's the thing I know about those third world countries. There's still sin there. (laughs) They don't have all of the stuff that we have. But there's still bitterness and envy and jealousy and and uh quarreling and uh, all the things the word of god is just as relevant to them as it is to us here and now Mm. as it was when it was written thousands of years ago why is that because the heart of man Mm -hmm. and so that's why we have to come back to the heart each and every time each and every day search me oh lord know my heart from sin Try me, know my thoughts, see if there be a wicked way in me, and lead me in your way everlasting. That's straight from the word, Psalm 139. But don't take our word for it, right? (laughs) Open the word 
and allow God's Word to speak to your heart today and every day. Thanks for listening today. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. We'd love to hear from you, so find us on Facebook and Instagram at Open the Word Podcast or send us an email to OpenTheWordPodcast at gmail.com. Is it time for you to plan a day trip with your peeps? Come and stay a while at Shia Market in Berlin. There is something for everyone, no matter what your taste or style may be. Visit the Village Gift Barn for your custom floral arrangements and timeless accessories for your home. Stroll upstairs to Shia's Style Boutique for your perfect outfit, everything from accessories to shoes. Be inspired at country gatherings with decor from Modern Farmhouse to transitional design. Then meander through the gardens for a large selection of houseplants. And last but not least, order your perfect cup of brew at the Buggy Brew Coffee Company. End your day by gathering to relax in our courtyard. You will leave feeling connected and refreshed.